Welcome to Ready, Set, Sold with your host, Brian Vogt. Are you wanting or even thinking about selling your house but don't know where to start? Good thing you've found Ready, Set, Sold. And now, real estate broker, Brian Vogt. Welcome to Ready, Set, Sold, everyone. I am Brian Vogt. Thanks for tuning in. Hey, today I wanted to talk about a few things. There's been some changes. There's been some fantastic changes uh, with not only the station, uh, the answer, but also our time slot. So hopefully you found us. We're, we've moved our time slot, we think, to a better uh, slot, 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. every Saturday. And also the call letters or the call numbers, I guess, have changed to 1380, the answer. And, Joey, it's 95.1. Is that correct? We're going to be 1380 and 105.3. So AM and FM. 105.3. Yeah. So we're going to get even, yeah, that's fantastic. We're going to get even more coverage to be able to, uh, to, to, to reach out to, to listeners and, uh, to talk about real estate and what it takes to get your house sold in the Metro East market. Uh, also I want to kind of, before we kind of get into the program, I wanted to kind of talk about what I, I left people off with about the wedding and also about the golf game. Um, people had asked me about that, and we do pre-record these. And I want to kind of tell you in that the wedding of my son John, uh, Josh, and Kathy—that's not good. Josh and Kathy uh, went fantastic. The wedding ceremony was beautiful. The reception was fantastic. We had a Tampa Wingo, uh, a great facility, and everyone had a fantastic time. So thanks for those people that uh, asked me about that. Secondly, uh, we we did kick butt in the golf game. So if you if you remember, I mentioned that we played golf uh, that Thursday, and uh, my prediction was right on both accounts. So letting everybody know, uh, kind of filling you in on what's been going on uh, in the past couple of weeks. With that said, give you a little background about the radio program. Um, it started out. As I wrote a book, Ready, uh, Ready, Set, Sold, 12 Proven Steps to Sell Your House Fast and for Top Dollar in St. Louis Metro East. I wrote the book mainly because of so much confusion that's going on, whether it be the uh, TV selling shows on cable, telling you to do this, doing that. Uh, they're mostly based on the East Coast and West Coast. Uh, there's nothing you know in, in this direct area that gives you the information that you need and also uh, I named the book 12 Proven Steps. These are 12 Proven Steps that you can get your house sold for top dollar in a fast sale. Also, the Internet, as I, I kind of mentioned, there's a lot of confusion on there, what you should and shouldn't do. I wanted to have something where people, uh, a go-to book, to where people can really get the information they need to have success. This is compiled over years and years of being in the business, going on two decades of being in the business and having some great success with uh, helping people sell their, quite frankly, their, their most prized asset in most cases, the biggest investment they're ever going to sell. So that's a, that was important also. From that, the radio station, uh, The Answer, uh, contacted me. I heard about the book. and said, hey, how about doing a weekly program? And that's kind of where we're at right now. So we're doing a weekly program. I'm giving you information that can get your house sold uh, for top dollar and a fast sale. And we're always trying to give that information in a timely manner. With that said, also, we are expanding. We realize that radio is a great platform, but 
people don't always able to tune in to catch the shows or they hear a part of a segment, but they don't hear the whole segment. And so we've, we've, we've tried to, uh, uh, solve that problem. And that simply is, is we're on podcasts and you can catch us on Google or iTunes, uh, Google player, iTunes. Uh, you can go in and find the segments you want. They're already kind of dissected. So if there's just one segment you want to listen to or listen to again, that's perfectly fine. We're also on YouTube, and there's just different other venues that we're that we're going to. We've moved into LinkedIn, so there's just different ways that we can get the information out to you, you the seller who's looking to uh, to sell their house. We're also on Facebook. We'd love you if you'd like us. Uh, Ready Set Soul with Brian Vote. We're on there too. So there's just different ways that we're trying to reach out with not only the radio program, but it's given us a, a enormous presence. Uh, and being able to get out to more people. Also, the radio station is is also going through some changes that they're going to have a, uh, compared to some of the biggest radio stations uh, in the area as far as how far their reach is, and they're moving in that direction. So that's exciting news, too, that we wanted to share with you. With that said, uh, let's talk a little bit about the market, and the market has been going great. We have not seen this market like this for years. And one thing that's great about it is it has legs, meaning is as we've seen markets in the Metro East in Edwardsville, Collinsville, Belleville, Swansea, Shiloh, Sky Force Base area, even Waterloo, Columbia, that have had legs before, I mean, that have had, had great starts, but they didn't have the staying power. And we're still seeing that staying power uh, on the market. So, Basically, sellers, you know, you price it for your location, you've done the updates, they're having some tremendous success of getting uh, the, the monies that they want and the speed of which one they want to sell it. So that's great news. So if you're even thinking about putting your house on the market, uh, I would encourage you to really, really consider it. This could be the, the time to do it. Fall is the second best time to sell a home. So we're in that season right now. I did a show, I think, about a week or two ago talking specifically about that. So if you're even thinking about it now, maybe the time to to make that move. With that, um, I'm offering the book from the radio program absolutely free. It's a free book. All you need to do is go to readysetsold.org, not.com, readysetsold.org, not.com, and pick up the book. It's free. Don't have to use me. That's not what it's intended for. It's really a value situation of giving people the information they need, need to make decisions to uh, to make a uh, the home sale uh, an enjoyable one. And that's, uh, that's important. It doesn't have to be with fear and dread and concern. Uh, pick up the book, which many people already have, uh, which is fantastic. And, you know, read the, read the book. Maybe just read chapters of the book that you might have interest in. There's a lot of great stuff in there that people have, uh, have gotten some great value with. With that, with that said, let's talk about what we're going to be talking about today, and that is the three things that you should do before you contact your realtor. This is before you actually even talk to them, before you either call them, email them, or possibly even text them. And these things are important because it's, it's it's always a good thing to to know as much as you can. I mean, look, as agents, we're coming to your house. It may be a situation where they're already good friends or a family member, and and it's all good. So it may or may not be needed. 
However, many times it might just be the referral source and you don't know that much about them. And I'm going to give you three tips that you can do that's going to to possibly change that, that you're going to get a flavor for and maybe what you should be looking for in your agent. Or at least it's going to give you an idea of how your agent maybe uh, uh, is and, and how they operate. And the first one is going to be social media, and that's Facebook. You don't have to be friends with people, many people may or may not know, to look someone up on Facebook. So if you have the name of the agent, you want to go ahead and just see what their profile looks like. Not only their profile, but a couple of things to look for. Number one, make sure that they do have a Facebook page. Uh, The reason why I say that is we're a people business, and I appreciate that, that there are a few agents that, you know, don't like to be on Facebook or don't even have a, a, a have a uh, a place on Facebook, but um, that may be okay. But that usually is going to tell you that they're pretty well on uh, the business side of it, and there's nothing wrong with that if that's what you're looking for. But sometimes it can be a little bit too much on the business side, and maybe not to, not the people uh, characteristics that you're looking for. As I said, this is a people business that we're in. With that is is when you find their post or find their find their name, make sure you know what are they posting. I mean, it's a good thing to just scroll through. Uh, one of the things, believe it or not, we had a seller talk about this. Um, they found out that the agent was actually complaining about their clients. They had a bad experience and they were going off about it. And they didn't name the client, but uh, the the seller said, well, wait a minute. Uh, They'll do that with one person. They may do that with another person, and they decided to move on to get someone else. And that might be a good idea for you. Secondly, that you may look at is how many times is it they post. And we're going to be talking in next week about this a little bit more in depth. But the fact of the matter is, is that they have 10 or 15, 20 posts. Um, kind of like, what are they doing for the day? Uh, I bring this up is because a seller contacted a, a agent and during that course of the time, they actually looked up on Facebook and they saw that they had like 10 posts in the last three hours, but had never returned their phone call. So that became a problem of where the priority is at. And the third thing is, is do they have a Facebook page, a business page where they can help promote your house? And making sure do they have multiple Facebook pages could even be better. So that's one of the things that those are things that you can do up front. And you get a feel for the person. You know, what are they posting? Uh, are they highly political, left or right? Are they highly religious? Whether that's good or bad, maybe that's a great fit. Maybe that's exactly what you're looking for. But sometimes, sometimes that can be a distraction and can be a problem for sellers, uh, for, for the agent uh, voicing such strong opinions one way or the other. Ideally, hopefully they have some likes, the people are following them. Uh, it, again, tells you they're a people person and the people like them, and, and that's a good thing because, uh, let's face it, when you be dealing with somebody for the next 30, 60, 90 days or whatever, you definitely want to like them. So number one is Facebook. I would, do, I, I would definitely look them up that way. And in the next segment or down the road, we're going to be talking about two other things you can do, and that is their website. And the third thing uh, talks about blogs and podcasts and how you can check them out, too. With that said, I'm really excited. We're going to have the mayor of Fairview Heights, Mayor Mark Kupski, is going to be on the next uh, two segments talking about the great city of Fairview Heights. So please stay tuned. I'm sure you're going to learn some great information just like me about the city of Fairview Heights. 
You're listening to Ready, Set, Soul with your host, Brian Boat. See you soon. Welcome back to Ready, Set, Sold. I'm your host, Brian Boat. As I mentioned earlier in the program, I am honored to have the mayor of Fairview Heights, Illinois, Mayor Mark Kupski. And I wanted to make sure I had that, that got that right, Mayor. I hope you I, hope do. I did. All right. Thanks so much for joining us. How are you doing today? Uh, Brian, I'm great. Thanks for having me on the show. I look forward to sharing some things with Fairview Heights with uh, your listeners today. And that's exactly what we're looking for, too. And, and I'm always amazed by when we've had these talks with different mayors of Belleville and Shiloh, we've got other mayors lined up, of, of what's really going on in the city and how much that affects the real estate as far as the housing market and where you live at. And, and by getting out the word of the things that are happening in Fairview Heights in particular uh, is a big plus not only for the home sellers, but also encourages home buyers to move in into the city itself. With that said, just a little background, uh, off air we talked, and it's kind of amazing. Uh, and I'll go by, he prefers to go by Mark, so I'm going to go by Mark. He's uh, been with the city, involved with the city for the past 25 years, and he's held uh, alderman, city clerk, uh, treasurer, and now mayor. Is that correct, Mayor? That is correct. So I've, uh, you know, kind of unique that I've held every elected office. And, you know, I decided to run for mayor. I think that gave me uh, tremendous insight into the operations that help us build uh, the community for the future. And that's awesome. And, and that's, uh, I mean, that just shows the love that you have for the city and the commitment you have. And that's and that's really what cities need. And, and we're seeing a lot of that in the Metro East of, of the long-term commitment that, uh, that, that these the mayors and, and the people are uh, are committed to. So that's a great thing. What I wanted to kind of uh, touch on is, is is maybe highlighting some of the things that Fairview has that, may, that many people don't know about. And, and we like to go to the horse's mouth, shall we say, and maybe there's some things that you can point out to us that, 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 that the rest of the area doesn't know about. No, that that's great, Brian. We'll be glad to do that. So, uh, you know, our city is unique in that we are one of the youngest communities to develop in the St. Louis metro area and the metro east. So our city will be 50 years old in 2019. So what started as a rural community uh, now is the crossroads of southwestern Illinois. Most people know Fairview Heights as the shopping mecca of southwestern Illinois. You know, people come to Fairview Heights from all over southern Illinois, western Kentucky, St. Louis, because of the mall, all of our fantastic shopping and restaurants. But there's really so much more to Fairview Heights. Uh, We really are a community. And people that visit, you know, they hit the retail districts of the community, and that's what they see. They look for the bargains and, you know, all the great shopping. But behind all the shopping, we have a community of residents. You know, our city is just under 18,000 in population. Because of the shopping, we grow to over 50,000 in the daytime and in excess of 60,000 around Christmas. But the 17,800 residents really make up what we call a community. What's really great about Fairview Heights is that we have a variety of housing. 
Uh, we have people who have lived in Fairview Heights since its inception, but we've had a lot of transplants. So we really feel that our community is kind of a melting pot of people from all around the world. And when I say the world, it's really true. Because of our proximity to Scott Air Force Base and the importance of the base, we do have people that have lived literally around the world and have chosen the Metro East and Fairview Heights to call home. And we really think that's important. And uh, we've been excited over the last several years. We've seen several new home developments. We've seen several neighborhoods, uh, uh, older homes, more historic, that are revitalizing. And so we really have homes and housing to fit all needs of all people. And in addition, there's so much more that our community has, Brian. Uh, We have seven parks in the community. Our largest park, Moody, uh, is very popular. We were one of the first areas in the city, in the community, to have a walking trail. Uh, Great news, we're preparing to pave that trail, so it will be paved in the next few weeks. Um, But we have walking trail, ball fields. uh, We just put a dog park in. And I mention things like that because as mayor, I think quality of life is so important for people when they're looking for places to live. We are a thriving community, and when I say thriving, I'll tell you why. Not just because of the retail growth, Brian, but I'm so excited um, for your listeners to know that we will be breaking ground later this month on a recreation complex, a $19 million recreation facility that will include a gymnasium, full fitness equipment, multi-purpose rooms where we will hold things like Zumba and aerobics. It will have a full aquatics area with water slide, splash pad, a zero-depth entry for those seniors and those um, that uh, need uh, easy access to the water. It will have a four-lane pool. It will have a climbing area with uh, 12 different climbing stations, indoor walking trail. And that's not all because on the outside we'll also – include a soccer field and track, walking trail, and dog park. And the reason I mention that, Brian, is not just the investment that the city's making, but how important that is to the quality of life, in addition to some bike trails that we're working on. Now, another unique thing about Fairview Heights, your listeners probably don't know, Brian, is that we are one of few, when I say few, only one or two left in the state of Illinois communities, we have no city property taxes. That's right. You probably say, well, Mark, how do you fund all of those things like the recreation complex and all of your public services and your, you know, um, outstanding snow removal in the winter? We do it through sales tax, and we do it through the retail business district, and we feel that, you know, the people that visit our city, you know, share in providing the services for all of the residents. So those are some great things that are happening right now in Fairview Heights, and that's just to name a few. You know, I, I, I love what you said, and, and there is you – know, everyone does know about the mall. I mean, that's been there. That's an iconic situation there, the mall and all the other retails that you have. But I think that – I love the point that you made, Mark, and that was simply, you know, you there are so many places. In fact, the majority of Fairview Heights uh, that you wouldn't even know there's a mall there. Meaning is is that you have the access to the mall to all these great shopping areas, plus the the benefit of not having the sales tax, but that you're actually in a community, and I think that's the part that sometimes gets missed. I'm so glad you brought that out, 
because you can literally be two minutes away from the mall but be in a fantastic subdivision that um, you have really no bearing <laughs> that anything else is around you except some great people. And that's important for people, I think, to also realize. Absolutely. You know, and, uh, you know, uh, you make a great point there. You know, as a local resident, one of the great things is, is you get to know all the local access roads around, you know, the uh, shopping areas during the holidays. Of course, you know, traffic can be uh, crazy during the holidays as they are in any big area. And, um, you know, so you get to ways around, you know, and, you know, we have uh, two great uh, elementary grade school districts. We host an annual art fair, which is what well, is the very first in the St. Louis area. So, uh, you know, we're really excited about the things we do for the citizens of the community to really have that community feel. And that, as mayor, that's the most important thing for me. Two things are listening to the people and then building things for the public uh, for, to make us a community. That's awesome, man. We're just about out of time in this segment. But just so you know, the mayor's going to be back for the next segment to talk more about basically the great city of Fairview Heights and what it has to offer. We'll be back in a few. Welcome back to Ready, Set, Sold. I'm your host, Brian Boat, and we've been talking to Mayor Mark. He is the mayor of the city of Fairview Heights. And he shared with some some fascinating things, some some great things about the city of Fairview. And I will be honest with you, off air uh, during the break, we were talking that I I didn't know there were seven parks. And I've lived here all my life, and I, I know quite a few of them. But that's an amazing thing, and, and the amazing thing that the, that the city has going for it is 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 fantastic i think also mayor you said something too is that once you live in the city and and this this is really important uh but i want to kind of highlight that because the mall is such a you know a force with 64 and everything like that uh two things it gives quick access if you work in st louis you know you're just literally a hop skip and jump away of jumping on 64 and being 15 minutes if you're working downtown St. Louis. So that's a, that's a really convenience. People, people pay attention to that. And you can go the other way, too. You jump on 64 Absolutely. and you're right at Sky Force Base in, less, in probably less than 15 minutes. And so that's a big plus, too. So, so with that 64, that's such a great access that you have. And, and, and I think the other part of it is, though, that once you live there, you do know the back ways to get around when there is traffic around there. And I think that's important because sometimes if you're not living in the city, you see during the Christmas time, you see everything going on, which is beautiful to begin with. But they don't realize that, you know, getting around is actually fairly simple even during those times. Absolutely. You know, uh, mobility is important and being able to commute. And, you know, Brian, you bring up some great points. You know, Ferry Heights is 12 miles from downtown St. Louis. And, you know, you can get to downtown often quicker from Fairview Heights than you can from Clayton. And, uh, you know, our proximity to the interstate system, uh, to Interstate 64 to 255, uh, makes us so easy as a community to get to. And that's one of the great things about living in this area. And then the easy access, then not, not just to areas outside of Fairview, but once you're in the community, the access to the other communities around us, uh, Collinsville, Belleville, Shiloh, O'Fallon, East St. Louis, you know, very easy to access any of those areas at any time. 
You know, the other thing you talked about, too, and, and I loved, and that is that uh, the, the art fair that you have, and that has really grown. And it just, you know, again, I think you talked about before, but it just reinforces that sense of community that, that yes, the mall is there, but, but there's so much other things to do in the city um, also, and, and the art fair is one of them. And it's an amazing thing. It seems like it's growing every year. It, it is. So the art fair... Um just a real quick snippet, uh, you know, back in the early 80s, I happened to be uh, just on council, and one of our aldermen visited Mystic, Connecticut, and he saw this amazing art fair, and he came back and he said it would be really cool if we could do something like that. And, of course, people scratched their heads, and they said, but that's Mystic, Connecticut. So we had the foresight to go and explore that and uh, by involving the community. So the art fair is run by a community group of residents and citizens in the Arts Council. And so uh, just like the other civic organizations we have, we have Rotary, the Elks, the Kiwanis, uh, there's a local Lions Club, but all of those things, of course, make up the community. And those various groups and volunteers who spend effortless hours putting it together has just been an amazing thing. Uh, And as a result, we've seen other art shows develop around us to really drive the value of the metro area. And one thing you'll hear me say as mayor often is, yes, I'm the mayor of Fairview Heights, but I believe in the region and driving growth across the region because if Fairview does well, other cities do well. And likewise, when other cities do well, Fairview does well. So I think it's very important to have that, you know, overall region promotion, uh, and that's key. You know, one quick note, you mentioned the mall. And, uh, you know, I'd like to just uh, let people know that, you know, malls today often in areas are struggling. Our mall is doing exceptionally well. Uh, According to the statistics, this rate is the number two mall in the St. Louis area currently. And, you know, just for those who have visited the mall and might see some vacancies right now, just to let your uh, callers know, those are planned vacancies. There's two major tenants that will be moving in, so they're currently working to move tenants around and make space. So great things are happening in Fairview Heights. And that's awesome to know, too, because, again, it's stability. And and we're running out of time, but, but two points that, that are just fantastic about Fairview Heights. You mentioned earlier there's different price levels that anybody can fit to, 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 to the highest, to to where uh, first-time homebuyers can move in with affordable pricing and some great locations. But Stonewolf Golf Course, okay, uh, you know, Jack Nicklaus designed. I mean, that's a premier site just on the on the higher end level and they have a mixture of different things and we've seen people from St. Louis a uh, 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 move here just because of the of the pricing differences but also the conveniences that you had. So I mean all in all Fairview Heights has so many great things and what I what I want to leave everyone with is and what I really got from the mayor is is understanding the sense of community that there is that there is a volunteer spirit and the mayor that comes from the top I believe from not only the mayor, but the aldermen and everybody involved. So great stuff, Mayor. I really appreciate your time. Uh, Fairview Heights is a fantastic place to live. Again, I've been in the area for all my life, have good friends that live in that area, and uh, they talk nothing but good things about it. So with that, Mayor, we're going to have to leave it at that, but I want to thank you again so much for spending some time and talking about your city. Thank you so much, Brian. Appreciate what you do for us and uh, welcome people to come visit Fairview Heights. We'll see you in a few. Keep on rockin', rockin me, baby.
Welcome back to Ready, Set, Sold with your host, Brian Boat. And I tell you what, uh, I said this quite often, but it's really true. I'm always amazed what I learn from, from the mayors of these cities of what what's actually going on. Uh, the information that uh, they're able to provide, I think, is a true asset to not only the listeners, but I'll be honest with you, to me. In the first segment, we talked about three things you could do. And one of them was Facebook, you know, to, to look at what they're posting, how often they're posting. Are they posting 10 or 20 times? Uh, that might be fun. But, again, if you're hiring them to sell your house, you want to make sure that the, they may have a presence there. There's nothing wrong with that. But they're not spending all their time, um, you know, on Facebook. Uh, the other part of that, too, is, is do they have a Facebook page? And that's a, that's a business page. And that's important to have, to have that presence so they can put your house on Facebook. There's no actual results-oriented record saying that, you know, having your house on Facebook is going to have a certain percentage of, of, of sales, meaning is a 5% chance better or whatever percentage. But, you know, with a billion people, it's not a bad idea. You know, we have a billion users. It's not a bad idea to be on there. So what we're going to talk about also in this, this segment here is that you have the two and three things. And number Number two thing is is Google them, is find their website. You should be looking for their own personal website, and that's really important. They, most agents will have a, a, a site or have uh, houses on the company site, and that's good too. But remember, you want to be able to have your agent be able to direct them to your house and not to have hundreds upon hundreds of houses they have to look uh, look through, which actually is somewhat competition uh, that you don't really want to have solely. Nothing wrong with having that, but making sure that they have their own dedicated website so they can they can showcase your house. And the second part with that is, is once you've established that they have that, and most top agents do, some don't, but again, that would be something that you might want to question, that this is the direction you want to go because everyone knows that the Internet is a big source of how people find houses. But secondly, is, 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 is it easy to find your house? Do they have feature home sections? Do they have nothing on the front? And that's kind of important. You know, again, if your house is going to be on the market and they're going to be marketing to you, how are they going to be marketing to you? And the importance of being able to see your home or go to it very quickly, ideally on the front page. They don't have to go hunt and peck through um, the website because – Look, we live in a world where things happen fast, and buyers don't always have the most patience, especially millenniums. Got to love them, but sometimes they kind of blow things pretty fast. So if your agent is marketing their website, which hopefully they are, directing people towards it to view their listings, you want to make sure they're easy to get to. And that's really important. And the third thing you want to look for is to see if they have a blog. And the blog is usually going to be on the website. And blog is, is a fantastic way to be able to market your home. Again, we have blogs that we run for every house. And so we blog about it. That attracts people not only to the website, but then it can attract people to view the home. Blogging is becoming one of the fastest and easiest ways that people are um, are finding out homes. I mean, again, it's a new generation coming in of buyers. And that's one of the ways that they do it. The second thing that you want to be uh, interested in is, is do they have podcasts? 
And I know this might be a little bit of research, but I can tell you it goes a long way of finding out if this is an agent that is connected to where people are looking for houses. And that's what podcasts, and that's going to Google Play, going to uh, iTunes. Uh, we've had sellers that, you know, understand that YouTube and all these things are different avenues that, that the buyers are looking at and trying to find information and information about your house are, if nothing else, are trying to find information about that agent, whether or not that, that buyer is going to contact that agent who has the listing. So those things can be extremely critical and really important, and you really want to focus on those things too. With that said, kind of going back on a point that I, may, uh, I meant to mention on the Facebook part that becomes important, uh, or I may have mentioned briefly, but maybe to highlight that, is – you know, again, the political arena, we're in a highly charged political arena. It seems like every year it gets higher and higher and higher. Oftentimes, good or bad, agents will, will, will voice their opinion. I personally think that's a big, big mistake. Other agents may disagree. Maybe even you as sellers may disagree also. But many times they will either love one section of whoever the president is right now, and they may hate that president or whatever that situation is. And sometimes you can see that they're having uh, quite the debates out there. Had a seller talking about that. They happened to be on the other side of the fence, and they really didn't want that person uh, coming to their house because uh, their political beliefs didn't, didn't coincide with the seller's. Right or wrong, but you as a seller sometimes need to make that decision and make sure that, that, that you have a working relationship, that that isn't something that's clouded your judgment. Also, and we've heard this um, from other agents, talking to other agents, uh, sometimes being on Facebook and you know, shouting their political beliefs or possibly their religious beliefs, um, quite frankly, they may not agree with them, and sometimes that creates a situation of not wanting to necessarily show their houses. Now, we can call that good or we can call that bad, but sometimes that comes into play. The personality of the agent uh, can have an effect on how many people are going to be, uh, how many agents are going to be wanting to show your listing. And that can have a, a negative effect definitely on you, and that's something that you really don't want to have. So if you kind of follow those three things, again, with the Facebook you know, finding out how many posts they have, making sure they have a have a business page so that they have their own website, making sure that how important that is. Checking out to see where your house is going to be featured at so that you know that they are promoting your house uh, 24-7. And the third thing is, is, again, the blogs and the podcasts. This is the new way that people are getting information, and you want to make sure that they're current and up-to-date with what's going on uh, to promote your house the best and possible way. With that said, we're going to be going into the next segment, the last segment, where we're talking about the tip of the week, and that's going to have to do with uh, commissions versus value in deciding which real estate agent to choose. Hey, during the break, though, I'll give you an opportunity. Go to ReadySetSold.org, not.com, ReadySetSold.org, not.com, and pick up the book. It's absolutely free, no strings attached. We'd love to mail it to you. Uh, many people already have taken advantage of the offer. And I think it would be great if you made that decision also. So do that during the break. We'd greatly appreciate it. We'll see you in a few. Bye-bye.
Welcome back to Ready, Set, So with your host, Brian Dove. Happy Saturday, everyone. Thanks so much for uh, staying with us. I uh, wanted to talk about the tip of the week, and that has to do with uh, deciding commissions versus value of the agent. Now, some, some sellers, good or bad, they make their decisions strictly on commissions, and that's, that's their call, and there's nothing wrong with that if that's what they want to do. But I'm always of the of the ilk that you should be looking at the value versus the commissions. And what I mean by that is what does that agent bring to the table that warrants the commission that they charge? Meaning is do they have expertise in a certain field or maybe a certain market, a certain city, O'Fallon, Fairview Heights? Or maybe they have a broader experience that they can bring for the years of service that maybe that area isn't their specialty, but they have sold houses similar to that in other communities and they feel very comfortable with it. Do they have a record of getting houses sold for top dollar and, and for fast sale? That could be also a situation of the value that you're looking for, but at least most sellers are looking for when they're selling their home. Other things to, to keep in mind is, 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 you know, what is their marketing structure? Uh, are, they, are they flexible? Uh, just so you know, there's some agents that, for whatever reasons, won't do open houses. They feel no need for them. Uh, that may be the agent you want, but many times having that flexibility of a seller, talking to a seller a while back and saying that that's how they found their house when they went looking for a house and they felt that open houses were an important thing. So, again, using the commission rate to justify the value that they bring to you as a seller and what they have to offer. That could be, yes, in the form of a book, you know, giving information. Are they really able to give you information and understanding your needs and your wants? I can tell you from past experience, many times that sellers that choose to go with the absolute lowest commission are very often very disappointed, very disappointed in the level of communications, sometimes in the level of knowledge. Uh, they find that they have the dreaded, let's just stick a, sign in the yard and uh, hope and pray that it sells mentality, which they weren't expecting. doesn't mean that you can't have success. You can never have success, but it usually doesn't turn out that even if the house sells, negotiating skills seem to be lacking in, in when people have the lowest commission rates. Because in, 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 in essence, what we're really talking about, and, you know, when you have nothing else, go cheap. So if you have nothing else to offer, many times we see agents that will just drop their commissions down to practically nothing. And unfortunately, the sellers get practically nothing on the other end when it comes to uh, information and understanding. So again, make sure that the agent's value matches the commission rate. And that's the biggest tip I can tell you. Going in the other direction can lead into heartbreak, sorrow, and uh, even if it sells a very, very, very disappointing uh, sale of your home, and let's face it, we don't want that. We want to go smooth and easy as possible and giving you a top tower and a fast sale. With that said, I'm looking forward to next week. We're going to be having the mayor of O'Fallon on, so I'm really excited about that. Don't forget about the new time slot, 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. every Saturday morning. With that said, I want everyone to have a fantastic week, and we'll see you next Saturday. Bye-bye.